final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Give to Yo. Yo drives to the oh, rim. Oh, man alive! Throws it down! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Your final tonight from the Marriott Center, BYU. Now 10-4. and They defeat Weber State by 30, 91-61. Your final score, a masterful game from Yoli Childs with 28 points. Career high from Alex Barcella with 18. And let's not forget Connor Harding off the bench with 11 points. Nice team win for the BYU Cougars. Before we move any further, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Nice win for BYU tonight, and remember fans, when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50, that's BYU50, at PapaJohns.com on Monday and receive 50% off pizza at any Utah location. Speaking of Utah, let's start with other games featuring teams from the state of Utah, and it was a big win for Utah State, the team BYU beat up at Vivint Smart Home Arena a week ago today. They were in Florida taking on the Florida Gators and the Aggies get the win 65-62 big win for Utah State over the Florida Gators the University of Utah taking on number 20 San Diego State the Aztecs destroying Utah today 80-52 the final score in favor of the Aztecs also Utah Valley on the road at Long Beach State 49ers defeating the Wolverines by a final score of 68 to 65. All right, top 25 games, uh, two going on right now. They have reached halftime uh, between number 16 Arizona and St. John's. This game officially on upset alert. Now you obviously still have the entire second half, but right now St. John's with a 14-point lead at 40 to 27, excuse me, 40 to 26 over the 16th-ranked Wildcats. Uh, 9:55 to go in the first half. Number 8 Oregon trailing by 10 to Texas Southern. Texas Southern leading 26 to 16. Both of those games obviously you want to pay attention to to see if there are more upsets. And the reason I say more upsets because there was the ultimate upset today because number 1 Kansas fell, number 18 Villanova takes down the number 1 Jayhawks 56 to 55. Number 2 Gonzaga defeats Eastern Washington 112 to 77. Fifth ranked Ohio State defeats number 6 Kentucky 71-65. 11th ranked Memphis defeats Jackson State 77 to 49. It was number 12 Auburn 74, Lehigh 51. Another upset, Colorado Buffaloes taking down number 13 Dayton 78 to 76. 14th ranked Michigan defeats Presbyterian 86 to 44. Number 15 Michigan State defeats Eastern Michigan 101 to 48. Number 17, Butler, defeating Purdue, 70-61. It was number 19, Florida State, on top of South Florida, 66-60. Number 21, Tennessee, defeating Jacksonville State, 75-53. Number 24, Texas Tech, on top of UT Rio Grande Valley, 68-58. And number 25, West Virginia, defeating Youngstown State, 75 264. When we come back, we'll update you on the day in college bowl games. That's right. BYU plays next week, but several games underway today, including, and this has actually just gone final, a familiar bowl game for BYU fans and 
familiar opponents. We'll get to that coming up on the other side. Plus, the afternoon in the National Football League. Three games on this Saturday as the regular season begins to wrap up. We'll get to that all on the other side. BYU basketball, 30-point win over Weber State tonight at the Marriott Center. 91-61, the final score. More Cougar Post Game Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU now 10-4 and on the season, 91-61. Victors tonight over Weber State at the Marriott Center. We'll get you back over there for the uh, Cougar Locker Room Show as well as Cougar Post Game Coaches Show with Mark Pope. Until then... It's time for our Mountain America three-point recap. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America donates $50 to the American Red Cross. Tonight, the Cougars hit nine three-pointers for a total of $450. That brings the donation total for the season to $7,350. All right, updating you on college bowl games. One game still going on. It is the New Orleans Bowl between UAB and number 20 Appalachian State. UAB looking for the upset they lead 14 to 10 in the second half a final from the las vegas bowl byu fans very familiar with the las vegas bowl and it featured two teams byu has faced this year washington and number 19 boise state the huskies get the big win it wasn't even close 38-7 washington over number 19 boise state in the new mexico bowl speaking of teams that BYU's faced. San Diego State blows out Central Michigan 48-11 in the Boca Raton Bowl. I know everybody was tuned into that one. Florida Atlantic defeats SMU 52-28 in the uh, Camellia Bowl. It was Arkansas State over Florida International 34-26. And how about this? In the, uh, the Cure Bowl, it was Liberty who BYU faced this year, 23-16 over Georgia Southern. Uh, congratulations to Liberty. All right, NFL games going on right now, and it is a close one. The L.A. Rams have just tied things up in San Francisco. It is 31-31, two and a half minutes to go. 49ers uh, will get the ball. Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers, the offense heading back out on the field. See what happens in the next two and a half minutes. But right now, 31-31, Niners and Rams all tied up. Earlier today, Houston Texans defeating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 23-20. And it was the New England Patriots winning at home and winning the AFC East by defeating the Buffalo Bills 24-17. That is a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, back over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final from Provo. BYU gets the win, 91-61 over Weber State, and you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. According to the American Medical our exclusive postgame coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. A strip and the Cougars get it back. Sellius for the dunk! Zach Sellius throws it down! The Cougar Locker Room Show was brought to you by Utah Community Credit Union. Get more house, same payment at UCCU. It's what we do. Now let's head back to the Mo Betta's courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Here we go. Welcome back to Marriott Center. It is time now for our Cougar Locker Room Show's courtside interview brought to you by Sport Court. It is our Sport Court courtside interview, and it's tonight with uh, Yoli Childs. What a night for Yoli Childs. When you start putting your name in the same sentence with Danny Ainge, you're doing some things. And so you may, you may have already been told this, Yoli, maybe already been told, but uh, Danny Ainge once upon a time had a 10-for-10 10 10 second half. 
from the field. Okay. You had a 10 for 10 first half from the field tonight. So you and Danny share the record for most field goals without a miss in either half, but you own the first half record. Danny has the second half record. You're cool with that, right? I'm great with that. That's, <laughs> that's always awesome when you can uh, be mentioned with a great like that. It's incredible. Yoli Child's a great himself at 28 points, 8 rebounds tonight, had a couple of assists, a couple of block shots, ends up with a nifty plus 28 in a game BYU wins by 30. So you scored 31 uh, last year against Weber State, but you'll take 28 with everything else that surrounds it this year, I know. How much did last year even come to your mind at all when you and some guys who were around for that game thought about what uh, what went down last year in Ogden? It 100% came to mind on the defensive end. You know, we figured we had to come in and, and really not let them do what they did last year, which was embarrass us. They took us off the dribble, and uh, we couldn't keep them in front, and we were really just focused on the defensive end. We know the offense is going to come, and we were really just focused on playing together. Yeah, I want to go back to the first half and talk about that lob. TJ throws that thing outside the foam. I'm not sure from my angle that you're going to catch that. Walk us through that play. Man, me and TJ have the connection. You know, we've been doing this for four years, and Sometimes TJ likes to play with me a little bit and, and try to make the highlight play. That's all he was trying to do there. Well, the, the best part is is the play before he threw it, it didn't quite work out. Was there a little anger involved in that? The last one didn't work out? You're going to make nah, sure this one worked that, out? That, was, that, that last one was 100% on me. He threw a great pass. I, I don't know why I didn't dunk it. I it was a great pass. So you end up on the night 11 for 13, and the two misses are kind of sort of not even really misses, right? Like one is like a redirect and one's like a, like a follow tip. So we're not talking about shots where you got to square up and actually shoot at the basket. Very uh, kind of flimsy misses. You're basically a perfect night tonight, really. Uh, it's a perfect night when we win. That's all I care about. <laughs> I'm telling you, all all I care about is the win. And I'm just so proud of these guys. You know, it's a it's an easy time of year to get lackadaisical and not come out and be your best. But this group is so focused on being the best they can be every single day. So. Uh, it's a perfect night when we go play like that. When Coach Pope talks about having the best locker room in America or the best locker room in the game, thats I, I don't feel like it's just a lip service, cliche, rah-rah type thing. I think you really and you guys really believe that what you guys can do in the room has an impact on what you guys do on the floor. True? I've never seen anything like it. It's unbelievable. We're so conscious of each other and... Uh, the emotions we're feeling, the frustration, the lack of touches, like everything that will get you frustrated in a game, we're aware of of each other. So it's not just in the locker room, it's during the game. We're coming to each other, picking each other up, and I've been on the receiving end and the giving end of that, and it's incredible. I've never seen a team with 15 guys deep that all care so deeply about each other. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about uh, what Weber State tried to do to you. They were coming off the passer. Uh, you guys started cutting the passer so that they couldn't double-team. And then they went away from it. Talk about what you see in the post on a regular basis and how you handle all those adjustments, how they're bringing the double team. I mean, all year teams are going to have to pick their poison. Uh, I think earlier teams have been doubling a lot, and uh, we had those back-to-back 30-point wins. Because teams were doubling, we can just kick it out and hit threes. And this is such a great three-point shooting team that there's really no right answer for the defense. Uh, I feel like if I'm one-on-one in the post, I feel like no one can guard me there. Um, but if they're going to double, I just have so much faith in these guys. Talking with Yoli Childs in our sport court courtside interview. We'll take a break. We'll come back and hear more from Yo as we continue. 91-61, to 61, BYU over Weber State on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cooper Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Right, so wrapping up our sport court courtside interview with uh, Yoli Childs. Yoli leading BYU with uh, 28 tonight. Jarek Harding scored 27 for Weber State. Dude can score, can't he? Uh, he's, he's a heck of a player. You know, um, I thought the, there was times in the second half where we were a la- little lackadaisical with our help, and uh, that allowed him to get his shots off a little bit. But you can't watch him play ever and deny that he's an unbelievable talent. He can score at all three levels, and uh, I wish great success to him in his career. So you, uh, since you came back five games ago, uh, Colby Lee been in, the, been in the starting five with you. No Colby tonight. You guys lose him for hopefully just a little while. It means Dalton gets right back in. And no matter what you know, roles are handed out on this team, it seems that everyone seems to respond in just the right way. Yeah, I mean, uh, first off, we all feel for Colby. You know, it's, it's really tough, especially with uh, how well he's been playing and the, and the way he's been able to improve. And he's such a team guy. His energy was great all night, but we just know we have to step up. No matter if somebody goes down, if we're in foul trouble, if we're not playing well, somebody's got to step up, and I think Dalton and Zach did a great job tonight. Yo, talk about the way that the ball moves from side to side. I don't know if I've seen a team where it gets to the fourth and fifth side more consistently, especially for a transition team. Talk about that. I think it all starts with trust. That's a big thing that Coach Pope preaches every day, and we just want to trust each other. And when you can have complete faith in the next guy to make the right play, then you feel really comfortable giving up the ball. Teams that are really sticky, they, they don't know if they're going to get the ball back. They don't know if it's going to find them, and they have agendas. And this team has zero agendas, and we trust each other. Ten and four with another week off between games. Uh, what do you think you guys are in position to do right now? You're, you've won four straight. There's a good feeling right now. Uh, what's ahead for you guys? Number one on our mind is just getting better every day. That's first and foremost. We have we have a lot of goals. We have goals to win this win this conference, win the conference tournament, make the NCAA tournament, make a huge run there. We have all those goals, but it just starts with getting better every day. And I, I've never been a part of a team that practices so hard every day to make that goal a reality. How did finals week go for you? It was great. <laughs> We're on track, you know. Six credits next semester, and I'm done. It's beautiful. Life's good. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to you and your family, and uh, have a great week. Hopefully, Coach Pope will reward you guys for what happened tonight, give you a couple days off, enjoy the holidays a little bit. Uh, what do you think? We're, we're practicing Christmas night. That's what we do. That's what we do, and we love it. So that's our second family, so it makes sense to be together on Christmas. All right. Yoli, thank you for the time, and uh, have a great week. And, again, Merry Christmas. We'll see you back here next week. Merry Christmas, guys. Thank right, you. Thanks, Merry That's Christmas, Yoli Childs in our Sport Court courtside interview. It is brought to you by Sport Court. Champions start here. Design yours at sportcourt.com. The coach coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Dining Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America Visa credit cards featuring triple rewards. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Greg Grubel, Terry Nashif with you courtside. BYU's a winner tonight, 91-61 to over Weber State. And uh, Coach Mark Pope is sitting down and joining us for the BYU Dining and BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. 
And uh, and you know it's 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 not it's not every coach that comes bearing gifts. But come coach, on, man! Po- it's, Christmas. Yeah. it's Christmas! It's <laughs> Christmas! I, I actually I didn't know Terry was doing the game. I thought Mark was here, but since Mark's not here, I just crossed out his name on the gift and put Terry. It means it's just the same. It's, it's unbelievable! Awesome. It feels so good. Too. The problem I mean. is, I know Terry's not going to eat it. He's, like, <laughs> he's so healthy. Maybe the, maybe the kids can have it. Maybe when he's not intermittent fasting, he can have a little <laughs> bit. Of, hey, that's right. That's Terry, right. Terry, between twelve thirty in the afternoon and one fifteen in the <laughs> yeah. afternoon. <laughs> I'm going to pound him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, oh, Coach Pope, congrats on uh, picking up win number four in a row and uh, another in-state W. Yeah, uh, I mean these in-state games are awesome, right? They're they're just they're just they're they're full of intensity and, and nervousness. And this was a great. We, we talked about it before. Like this was a real test for us in terms of our catch two defense and. And uh, the first half, the guys were spectacular. Uh, even guys off the bench, like Trevenell had two huge plays defensively in the first half. And guys were really locked in. And we had some frustration in the second half. But uh, but I think for the most part, I was really pleased, really, really pleased with our guys' focus and their attention to the defensive end of the floor. It was a night in which uh, Alex Barcelo has a career high uh, with 18 points, a night on which uh, Yoli Child sets a record for BYU in a first half, most field goals without a miss, 10 for 10. Yeah. You go to halftime, did you have a pretty good sense that he was basically perfect uh, in halftime when you got to the locker room at halftime? Yeah, and and listen, I mean, I know that 10 for 10 stands out so huge, but what I was, and I'm sure Terry feels the same way, what I was so excited about was his ball screen defense. His transition defense was really solid the whole night, and his ball screen defense was, was off the charts, like his attention to it and, and his willingness to be aggressive, and it just is, his willingness to commit to that side of the floor is making a remarkable difference for our team. So, listen, I, I'm not turning down the 10 for 10. <laughs> I'm actually enjoying the 10 for 10, but where my, where my attention is spent with him right now is just is w- how he's going on the other side of the ball, and he's, he's been really willing to try. On a night where you have five guys in double and figures. And it's Alex Marcello, sorry. No, it's Alex Marcello. You think about his numbers. You know, he sat for the first half. And I sat him a long stretch in his hand because I was mad at him. So, I mean, he's, he's, he's so productive. You know, this Alex Barcelo has been really generous to me about letting me get after him, and then he'll come respond. Why, right? were, you, why were you mad at him? Uh, I was mad because of the Jarek Harding show. I was really disappointed in that. that that's, not, that's not who we are. And what I was disappointed was that we were just kind of taking it at some point. I don't know if I'm going to get fined for saying this. At some point, when a guy's going off, you've got to sit him down. Like, you have to get really physical with him and make him uncomfortable and make him see and feel something different. And we are going to face guys that are like him. This Colby Ross at Pepperdine, this Jordan Ford at, at St. Mary's, every single guy on the Gonzaga team, right, uh, where we're going to have to take a physical, tough, forceful stand and say this is not okay. And that attitude is something we got to grow. It's, it's one of the places that was revealed to us a little bit tonight where we, we have to get some growth. You mentioned A.B. Uh, ends up going four for six uh, from the arc and, and 18 points on the night is his new career high. So five guys scoring double figures, and T.J. Haas isn't one of them. I think that's actually a good thing, right? Yeah. Uh, he go, but he goes 9, 5, and 8, points, rebounds, and an yeah. assist. The eight assists are a career high. He's been playing a long time. That's, yeah. a, that's a career high tying number, yeah. eight assists for him. It just feels like he's in control, like he yeah. sees everything, and yeah. he, makes, he makes the right play almost every time. Yeah, you know, uh, we just finished the press conference, and, and everyone's asking, you know, everyone wants to ask about shooting, shooting, shooting. And, and our guys are shooting the ball well because 
our team is earning them great shots that they can make. Now, we're going to have a game where we don't make shots. We are, but, but for the most part, we're going to make shots because guys like TJ, I mean, you think about the opportunities TJ turned down for himself. Like, he had a couple laser skip passes off ball screens right. where I didn't even see it coming, right? Not, not that I have the greatest vision <laughs> in the world, but where he surprised me also with the decision-making, and he just earns guys great catch-and-shoot shots, and, and that's why our guys are shooting well. I mean, that's exactly it because TJ's one of that. You know, you think about Jake Toulson. Jake Toulson is an All-American. He's got 10 points in the first half, and he goes scoreless in the second half and doesn't care because he's, he's getting driving lines and trying to make plays for other guys. And here's the result. The result is Jake has 10 points tonight. But you know what the other result is? Jake is 10-4. and four. He's 35 now in Ken Palm, and he's going to be an NCAA net under 40, and he's, he's going to have a chance to earn himself, put himself in a conversation for an at-large bid for the NCAA tournament. That's actually what he wants. That's actually what TJ wants. That's what Yoli's dying to get. And so right now their unselfishness, even though it doesn't translate into like, woohoo, I had, you know, 40 and 20 tonight, it translates into winning basketball. And these guys so far have been willing to do that for each other. It's pretty special. You, you'll love this. You hear this all the time. Greg asked Yoli uh, pretty close to perfect in the first half, and Yoli's response just to what you're talking about was, anytime we win is a perfect yeah, night. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've been, listen, I've been gifted this group, and that's the truth. Like, I've been gifted a group of guys who have not got there, and, and they, but they are veteran guys, and they're so hungry right now. Like, they're, 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 all of us have a personal agenda. We all do, for sure. Um, but these guys have got to a point now in their careers where they just are, like, so hungry. Like, they're, like, they can fight the part of them that wants to go get a bucket and say, no, I want to win, right? And right now they're doing a good job fighting that. And that's that's a complicated thing that not a lot of people talk about but exists all through basketball. And our guys, it's, it's our locker room. It's special. And, and you've been, been gifted, but you talk about a guy like Alex Barcelo, you had to go get. Yoli was gone, you go get him. Jake Tolson was not here, you got to go get him. And then when you've got him, you have to teach him because you're watching some repost actions where yeah. Yoli's down there, they're throwing it, there's no hesitation. Yeah. Yoli's changing, they're changing up the defense because you guys smartly yeah. send the passer, yeah. and now it's one-on-one, and there's just nothing out there. The ball's just spinning. Like you said, everybody's rooting for each other, so it's just so pure to watch and fun to watch as a fan of offensive and defensive unselfish team basketball. Yeah, I was, I was, I, I, I like the number of postcasts we're getting for Yo, but I didn't, I, you know, we did have some movement and some adjustment, but I, I still think we have so much left in the tank in terms of our movement away from the ball when the ball goes in the post. We were stagnant today. I felt like Jake and TJ had some fatigue, like. We throw the ball in f- to score for our guards. But right now, I didn't have that feel. It's a place we got to grow, a place we got to get way better. Um, but, but, you know, it's, 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 I mean, we've got 100 places we're trying to get better. Chatting with Coach Mark Pope after BYU's 91-61 win over Weber State. We'll conclude our conversation with the coach next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. It is said that uh, all good things must come to an end, and uh, tonight that meant uh, BYU's streak of games with 11 or more three-pointers in a game. It is a minor footnote. BYU goes 9 for 19, though. Great number, 47% from the arc. BYU remains one of the most proficient and prolific three-point teams in the country, but no double-digit threes for BYU tonight. They'll pick up a new streak a little later on. Also, with Coach Mark Pope joining us, Greg and Terry here courtside. Uh, 21 free throws tonight. Coach Pope, what's that about? Uh, it's, it's, it's 
really interesting because uh, you know we we've talked about this free throw problem, and I've I've I've, I've ruined our team a little <laughs> bit in the sense of us getting to the free throw line, and so we're stuck in this kind of um, little conundrum right now where I love the fact that we're sharing the ball, and I love the fact that we are turning down really hard challenge shots at the rim to find our guys great shots, but. We also have to find a way to manufacture life at the free throw line. For us to win as big as we want to win and keep growing, we have to do it. And so we have to find a way to cut hard enough to get some free, free throw, some fouls away from the ball. It's so important. We got to get enough pace to the game and advance the ball that we can get some, some, some fouls in transition. And then I actually had a terrifying conversation with TJ today. Um, before shoot around, just about like, hey, you know, TJ's down from 17% of his possessions at the free throw line last year to only 7% this year. And, and that is, you know, that's part of what's affected his efficiency a little bit. And I have to find a way to get him back. So I don't know if you remember, uh, towards the end of the second half, he went in there and he was a little more forceful on a, on a layup that he normally gives up. He got to the foul line. They turned around. I smiled at him. He smiled at me. And he's really smart. Like, he's really smart that, you know, that it's what a luxury. Terry, you know this so well. You, you you did this for a long time. What a luxury to be able to have a nuanced conversation with a player and him not to get hyperbolic with it, but him to really apply it in a really smart, effective way. He got to the line twice driving the ball, and he was really smart about picking his opportunities to do it. And you're just like, I mean, it's a coach's dream to be able to have that kind of com- complicated, nuanced conversation and actually have a product immediately. But it's a, it's a meaningful thing, though. I mean, his if you look at where, and it's, it's about more than just scoring, obviously, but if you look at where his, where his scoring numbers are down, it's completely from the free throw yep. line right now. Yep. And, and he came in he came into tonight with four straight games without a free throw attempt yep. for the first time in his career. Yeah. And he knows that that's a part of his game. Yeah, you know, you know, last last year in the non-conference, he had 70 free throw attempts. And this year he's got 20. Well, now he had four tonight. Right. So he's got 25 now. So that's my that's my fault. Like, I've done, I've done that to him as a coach and I have to find a way to like not get back to where we were before because we're also the 21st or 20th ranked offensive efficiency team so we've grown that way but I got to find a way to and he'll find it because he's smarter than me but but find a way to weave that back into his game at least as a part of it well what's going to happen now is because you can see the game plan everybody is staying down on all of his lift fakes and what that's going to do is that's going to allow him to bury those threes and it's going to give him space and then pretty soon they're going to lift again because they're at halftime they're going to be saying hey he's buried three threes you've got to get up there and then he's going to be right back to the line in the last couple games he shot it so well early uh the last two games specifically he's really been a a problem from the three-point line early and so you know he's he actually he, and, and you know partly because he's dealing with his fourth fourth you know offensive system in the last four years. Uh, his first five games were really complicated, and then when he got to Maui, he kind of turned a corner in terms of like, okay, I'll do these guys' stupid stuff too and figure out how to make it work. And and so if you take off the first five games, his numbers are way different. And so he's on a real real upward trend right now, and yeah, he's been really generous with what we've been trying to ask him to do team is trending upward too at four straight wins another week break between games before Earl Roberts comes in and then you're right into league play um, what did these guys earn themselves uh, tonight uh, relative to the to the Christmas holiday coming up is there a, is there a day or two to kind of no, no, so, so actually we're off so today is Saturday mm-hmm. we're off Sunday Monday Tuesday is Christmas or Wednesday Wednesday's Christmas. Wednesday's Christmas so they're actually actually off till Christmas night 
You'll come we'll, practice that night. Yeah, so uh, we'll get, we'll get back here and practice Christmas night and and uh, just to kind of get the guys loose again. I actually want them to be away. Now I'm going to harass them with I'm going to text them a bunch of film clips, but I'm not going to have any conversation with anybody over the phone. That was my promise to these guys, and then hopefully they can just get fresh and take three days because we're about to start you know this run that won't stop. It won't stop. Like there's no break now, and and uh, we we're fortunate we come back and play Oral Roberts. Uh, we we have the week to prepare to do that and then we have a week to prepare for LMU so we'll take some of those days to get better as a team and then we start the gauntlet man of this WCC this league is so tough and and uh it's the you know the teams are so good and even the teams you know you think about a team right now like Pepperdine who who is not put together a great record they're they're good they're really good. I mean, it's supposed to be the second or third or fourth best team in this league, and San Francisco has exceeded everybody's expectations after losing guys. And, you know, San Diego's always good, and Pacific has put up some big wins right now. And so top to bottom, uh, it's going to be a really challenging league, and, and hopefully that's what we've been preparing for. You said you're going to leave your guys alone on the phone. You see these guys enough anyway. How much are you talking to your guys on the phone? Uh, more than they would like. Uh, you know, I'm like a, I, I've actually got to a place where I'm pretty comfortable texting them uh, video clips. Like, I'll text them a clip, and and um, and then, you know, uh, especially on, like, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this either, but, like, you know, if we play a Saturday night game, they'll probably get a flurry of texts from me tomorrow uh, just, like, highlighting certain little things um, just where they can see it. And then, you know, uh, our guys, they're hungry. They want to learn and grow. You know, they really do, and so they're, they're trying to take it all in. Well, Coach, congratulations again for tonight uh, on the little ru- win run that's going on, on win number 10 as BYU's head coach. BYU goes to 10-4 and four on the year, and uh, Merry Christmas to you and your lovely family, and we will see you next week. This Terry Nashif man looks so fit right now. He's <laughs> probably my backup point guard right now. <laughs> right now, I kid you not. I remember when I was here as an assistant, and I got to work. I was really fortunate to work with Terry, and Terry started coming out and playing with our guys, and he was doing our guys still. I mean, I don't know how old you were, Terry, 30, 32? whatever still out here doing our guys it looks like you're you're fitter than you were then that's possible it's amazing when you don't eat much (laughs) (laughs) all right thank you guys merry christmas merry christmas to you the girls all right back to wrap it up after this on the new skin byu sports network all right so welcome at courtside here to the marriott center actually 11,662 were in attendance tonight to watch byu defeat weber state by a score of 91 to 61 greg grubel and terry nashef wrapping things up so, T, uh, we're now back to 500 as a team. That's good. Absolutely. Right. This is way better. We had to sit on Boise State for a while. Didn't like that. Long time. That was a long time. But uh, we'll, we'll get back at it pretty soon. Yeah, we will. We will. Have Mark Durant joining me next Saturday for Oral Roberts. And then uh, you'll help us open league play back-to-back games. LMU and St. Mary's will be on both of those. And so we'll get back together soon enough. But um, we've been talking on the air, off the air with just folks around our location here. And uh, and you kind of echo my sentiments about how just genuinely uh, enthused we are to watch the way BYU plays. It's, it's so pure. And I love offensive basketball and what's happening right now. There's not a ton of sets being called. The ball is being moved not forced in transition, but raced up the floor. And uh, Coach Pope made such a great point about not getting to the free throw line because they're giving up those contested shots that you get fouled on most of the time. And it's just great to watch. I'm happy for the guys. I'm happy for the staff. And uh, it's it's fun to watch. Well, Terry, fun to be with you. And we'll do it again, as you mentioned, uh, soon enough. So uh, for tonight, let's thank our crew, uh, engineers Barry Squires and Sean Fay back at BYU Radio, intern Jeffrey Carroll. 
Control board operator Cole Wissinger, coordinating producer Terry South, and studio host Jason Shepard. Our appreciation to Kyle Chilton, BYU's basketball media relations director, and our thanks to Yoli Childs and Mark Pope for joining us courtside as well for postgame. Our appreciation goes out to Caitlin Brewer, formerly Caitlin Rubel, for acting as our statistician tonight. And for my color commentary colleague, Terry Nashiff, my name is Greg Rubel, saying in the meantime and in between time, and saying Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, and I will see you next and say aloha to you from Honolulu on Tuesday. This has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night. So long from Provo. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Basketball is brought to you by... Deseret First Credit Union. You know why? We show how. Les Olson, your technology partner. Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. Also sponsored by State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Matt Richardson, Athletic Director Tom Holmo, and General Manager of Corporate Sponsorships, Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.